0: Hi, I'm Patrick Kagan, your host for Sales Hindsights, a conversation that combines my 30-plus years of experience with the expertise of my guests, and trust me, all of them will amaze you. Now, it's been said that hindsight is 2020 vision, so my guests and I are charged with answering one thing for you, knowing what we know now, what best practices and takeaways have the last 30 years in sales, sales management, executive leadership, and entrepreneurship provided to us that you can take with you. So enjoy the listen as we podversate for your growth. Thank you for tuning into our podcast, Sales Hindsights. Just by tuning in, you've accomplished two things already for yourself. The first is you've taken the first best step toward improving something in your life, some situation or outcome that you're just not happy with. The other thing is You've proven to yourself that outside confidential coaching can actually benefit you personally as well as professionally. So, congratulations and thank you again for joining. Now, in the course of our conversation, you're going to discover that we make sales make sense. That's our focus. Uh, but with the listener's voice coming to life, we tackle a lot of subjects and we end up tackling subjects like leadership, management. We talk about entrepreneurship, small business, middle-sized business, large business. We talk about life, and we're going to make all of that make sense for you. And we do it in a very practical and easy-to-understand approach. We try to give you some nuggets that you can carry with you each day. So I want you to be sure to download, follow, share, enjoy the podcast, and get the word out to join pksolutionsgroup.com and support our show. We want to continue to bring you some great content. You can do that at the Our Podcast button at pksolutionsgroup.com and get all of our podcasts. You can set up monthly membership if you want one-on-one individual coaching. You can also shop at our website. Go to the shop button where you can get single edition that you can listen to that will allow you to benefit and grow in a deeper level on the topics that you need to help with most. So today... We're going to talk about doing nothing in business, opportunity cost, if you will. And a lot of folks talk about the cost of doing business. This is a cost of doing business. It's something I have to incur. But there's also a cost associated with knowing that you have a problem in your business and doing nothing about it. And I find it interesting as a certified professional consultant, we're closing out a calendar year. Many executives... Many professionals are setting goals for the new year um, and trying to get their their path straight for the future, for the upcoming year. And I'm finding it interesting that many of my sales meetings, my, my, my consulting meetings, are with folks that I talked to a year ago. And we're talking about the same identical problems they faced a year before, only now the problem has gotten a little bit bigger and a little bit more costly. So there, I wanted to talk about the cost of knowing you have a problem and doing nothing about it. Now you can translate this or parallel this to any profession you're in. So if you're in sales, you can translate that into uh, your sales career. If you're in management or leadership, you can do the same thing. If you run a small business, if you're a consultant, if you're an accountant, if you work in human resources. This applies everywhere. This applies to pro athletes. This applies to junior level athletes. This applies everywhere you go. So I'm gonna use a parallel example that everybody can apply universally to their business. So we're gonna use the example of knowing that you have a cavity in your mouth. And you go to the dentist, just follow me on this story. You go to the dentist, and the dentist identifies that you have a cavity. Now, you knew you had something before you went to the dentist because you noticed you had some tooth pain. So you knew something had to be done, and you went to some outside help, the dentist, and they identified you have a cavity, and they suggested we either pull the tooth or we drill and fill. And you decide you want to think about it. So you get busy with work. You have your family demands. You have your personal demands. Things happen And time goes on, and nothing gets done. And you kind of, you don't really ignore the tooth pain, but you get accustomed to it. But you didn't take action when you, the only action you took, actually, was you went to the dentist when you had tooth pain. You knew something was wrong, but you didn't do anything about it. Now, let's talk about why you don't do anything. There's things that play into non-decision making, especially in business. There's the feelings of fear, doubt past experience, or taking an easier path. It's easier not to do something about it. It's easier not to schedule another appointment. There's fear of the drill and fill. There's doubt that that's the only thing wrong or that you just don't want to go do this. It's it's an uncomfortable experience. Same thing happens in your business. Sometimes it's easier to do nothing and continue on the course you're on than to do something. At least in our minds, it feels that way. And that's the problem. The mind and the thought and the fear and the doubt and the past experience become paralyzing factors, and it makes you draw the conclusion that it's easier to put up with the tooth pain, air quotes, than it is to drill and fill or pull or do something proactive about it. Now, continuing with the parallel of the cavity, you've continued to move through the year. This pain in your mouth has become persistent. Let's say you're six months down the road. Well, now the decay in your mouth becomes obvious. It's no longer a small cavity, but now decay is starting to happen deep in the root. You have a smell coming out of your mouth. Your gums are sore and red and bleeding, and that decay is beginning to spread to other teeth. And this happens in business. So bad situations become contagious, and when allowed to exist and go on, They spread, and actually, you think about your teeth—the healthy teeth become decayed or sick teeth. Well, the same thing happens with employees. When bad behavior or poor performance is allowed to continue, the motivated, positive employees will acquiesce and become like cavities—they become negative. So you still have the same option that you had six months prior to to take some corrective action, but instead you do something like you get some strong mouthwash and you might occasionally floss, although that also causes pain. You might chew gum on a regular basis, something like that. And what you're doing is you're trying to treat the symptoms that are the obvious symptoms, the smell and the alienation of the others around you. Um, And you're treating symptoms, not root causes of the problem. So let's talk about Treating symptoms in a business environment, and many times this happens all the time. I call it when contests, programs, or punishments begin, and the the leadership decides that this has gotten out of control. This problem has gotten out of control. We need to address this, and your the leadership has decided to treat or direct activities towards symptoms, either in a stop behavior approach, that's punishments, or a start behavior. Let's start some things. They have contests and programs. And the the real, I guess, ironic part of that whole equation is that leadership is deciding to go treat the symptoms of the problem leadership chose to ignore. And there are costs associated with just treating symptoms, and of ignoring problems. Now, there are costs associated with that. There's things you're losing along the way. You might be, in this example, with employees, you might be not only frustrating good employees, you might be losing good employees, you might be losing good customers, you've allowed decay to go on and it's seeping everywhere in your company, and you don't even really stop to realize the costs of that lack of action. You let the year go by, and it's time to go back to the dentist for your annual checkup. This cavity has become more than just a problem. Now you've got an infection in your TMJ, your temporal mandibular joint. Now that's the that's your jawbone. That's where your jaws connect, and that can go dra- directly. That infection can go directly into your brain through your jawbone. It's very severe. Now you've got severe gum disease. Now you need minor surgery, and you actually have to get some implants. Now, those are costs that are obvious to you for taking no action. But what are the lessons you could learn of basically opportunity cost? Here's some really important lessons, things to think about as you're sitting and setting your goals. And think about where you sit now and where you sat a year ago. For one thing, all of these costs can be avoided. All the pain can be avoided. If you do nothing, the problem gets worse. The problem does not remain constant for the year. The problem grows and it becomes much worse. And most of the time in business, you cannot predict how far it will reach and how much it will cost. You're going to notice things like lost productivity. You're going to lose employees. You're going to see lower levels of satisfaction in your workplace and from your customers. You're not even going to be able to keep track of the cost of it people who don't come to work for you that could better your organization. And customers who leave you don't stop and let you know, here's the reasons I left you, and here's all the business I'm taking with me. By the time you track that as a leader, you're going out of business. You're bleeding everywhere. So decay spreads. Lack of activity, lack of decision-making, standing still can lead to worse situations. What you'll find is that it's better to have a plan and pull the trigger on that plan than to do nothing at all. A year will fly by. This year has flown by. I am talking to business executives who have the same problem, only bigger than last year. And it could have been avoided. We didn't have to get worse. We could have done so much a year ago, but it's not too late. Now, most leaders... The problem they have is they will not connect the dots on their lack of decision-making to do something to improve. They won't go back and connect the dots of lost customer, lost employee, market share going down, cost going up, suppliers putting me on credit holds, all those things. Most salespeople won't equate, I'm on a performance plan because my performance is bad because I didn't go make more calls and I didn't put out more Uh, Proposals and I didn't get a personal coach. Most people will not connect the dots on what they didn't do. They will connect the dots on what they did do. So here's your challenge sit down, set your goals. That's great. Make a plan for change because change always leads to improvement. Having a plan is better than having no plan. And I'll ask you to answer a few questions. And the first is this What's the one thing going on in your life? or in your business, that if you improved it, it would have a tremendous positive effect on your life or your business. And I want you to identify that one thing and write it down. What is the one thing? Answer honestly. This is only for you. This is an exercise for you. Once you answer that question, answer this. What happens to me once that is improved permanently in my life? What's my upside? What do I get? What's my reward for making that one change? And then the final question, the flip side of that, is what's the cost Me. What happens if nothing changes? And be simple and severe at the same time. What's the cost of doing nothing? And if you don't know the costs of doing nothing or the rewards, you need to get some outside help. If you can identify the one thing that would have a tremendous positive effect on your life and you don't take action on that, and you don't consider getting a certified professional consultant to help you implement, you could be missing out. You could be letting cavities spread all over the place in your business life and your personal life. So my wish for you as you begin to plan and as you begin to try to improve is not only that you can identify what needs fixing, but that you have the guts to pull the trigger on that and to make some action happen rather than let no action happen. Until we talk again, I look forward to your personal growth with my personal involvement. Thank you.